Welcome to Beside the Burn for Friday the 3rd of September. It's the end of another week and as we reach Friday, something different on Beside the Burn. As I said last week, we're going to follow the Bible passage Monday to Thursday and then at the end of the week, we'll look at something different. Maybe it's a book that I've read like we did last week. Maybe it's just an observation, um, something I've seen, a piece of music I've been listening to, a story in the news. Whatever it happens to be, we're going to look at God's word together, but just from a slightly uh, different angle. And today I want to show you um, some pictures. This is a camellia bush uh, which grows in our garden at the front of the house. And the other morning, whenever I, I was going out, uh, the bush was covered in spider's webs. And you can see them here in the photograph. Close up, they are absolutely stunning. Look at the work that has gone into that particular spider's web and little drops of dew were clinging on to the web and all of those had been made just overnight and then as well as all the intricacy uh, this particular spider I don't know what he was doing, but he seems to have lost the plans for web making. He just seems to have gone any old way he wants, but it's still an effective web. Not quite as beautiful as the other ones, uh, but still just as effective. Absolutely stunning. And the incredible thing is that there's such detail and such beauty, and it was only going to be seen by a couple of people. I saw it, Deirdre saw it, maybe somebody walking past might have seen it. But they were also only there for a fleeting moment because later on in the day, whenever the sun came out and the wind started to blow, the spider's webs were torn apart and they were no more. So there they were just for that moment in such beauty and such splendour and such magnificence. And got me thinking about how we have been created by God and how we may only be here for a fleeting moment, for a little while on this earth, and yet God has put all that effort into creating us and making us in his image, as we're going to be looking at next week together. And in James, remember we were looking at the, the book of James not so long ago. And in James 4, 13 to 15, this is what we're told. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. And it's a reminder that we are just a mist, a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. We have a relatively short length of time to spend on this earth. We come here, we start to live, and whenever we're young, we think that we've got years upon years ahead of us. And then as we get older, we realise that we have very few years ahead of us. And we also realise that according to the overall scheme of things, we've actually been here on this earth for such a short time. 
always amazes me whenever we think of the great world leaders and we think of, uh, for example, American presidents. At most, those presidents have eight years in office. Some of them only have four years. And that's all the length of time that they have, that they've worked all their days to get into that position. And eight years, and then it's gone. And we make plans and we decide all sorts of things. But James reminds us that we need to get that into the context of what God wants us to do. There's no point us making the plans because we can vanish in a moment. And so therefore, it's the Lord's will that's important, that we live according to his will and we make plans according to him, that we remember that the plans that we make are God willing and not just applying to us. And if we don't get that, then we don't really see where our place is. I remember Stephen McCracken, minister um, now in Ballymoney, uh, coming to a bowling service and he brought a, a long rope with him. And he held the rope up at the front of the church. Indeed, he spread it out across the whole front of the church. And at the end of that rope, there was a tiny little bit of tape. And he made the point to us that our time on this earth takes up the length of that little bit of tape. It was a couple of centimetres long. That's all it was compared to the rest of the rope. So there's our little space and time. And then the rope represents eternity that goes on and on and on forever. And we are only here on this earth for that tiny moment, but it is all preparation for eternity. And therefore, we need to make sure that we make plans for eternity, not just for here and now. We read in Proverbs 27 verse 1, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. And that is so true that if we are just caught up in ourselves and our own plans, we forget what God's big plan is. And we can appear very, very foolish whenever we make the plans ourselves and we forget about what God wants. It's always better to look to God and ask him what he wants us to do. We only have to look over these past couple of years whenever COVID came and all the plans that we had made and all the things that we were going to do in 2020 and suddenly those things were dashed. I remember years ago there was a, a great conference uh, in the Presbyterian Church and it was called 2020 Vision. And the idea was that we'd look ahead to the year 2020 and think about where we would be as churches and what we would do as followers of Jesus Christ. Nobody at that conference said 2020 there'll be a global pandemic you'll not be able to meet as a church you'll not be able to do the things that you've planned of course nobody knew that was coming but God knew and so whenever we were meeting for that 2020 vision God knew what was ahead and it was much more important that we look to him and his plans rather than our own plans in the psalm, Psalm 144, we read, Praise be to the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. 
He is my loving God and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge, who subdues peoples under me. Lord, what are human beings that you care for them? Mere mortals that you think of them? They are like a breath. Their days are like a fleeting shadow. Again, there we have that message from the psalmist that we are like a breath, like a fleeting shadow. Here one moment, gone the next. But the Lord, he's the rock. He is the one who trains us. He is the one who loves us and is our fortress that we can depend upon. He's our stronghold and our shield. We take refuge in him. He is the one who is to be trusted. So at the end of this week, as we've been thinking about the beauty of those spiders' webs and how quickly they go, remember that God has created us in his image, but again, we can very quickly go. So let's look to him and seek him as our rock and our fortress and our stronghold and ask him what he wants us to plan and to do in the days ahead. Let's bow together in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the same yesterday, today and forever, that you are the rock and the one in whom we can place our feet and know that we are strong and secure in you. Forgive us, Lord, whenever we make plans without you. Forgive us, Lord, whenever we are so arrogant that we think we know what is best. And yet, Lord, we cannot even plan a few days ahead because we do not know what will take place. But, Lord, we thank you that we can look to you and seek your guidance and you lead us and you guide us. Help us each day, Lord, to follow you and obey you. And help us, Lord, to bring glory to your name. Amen.